0: You're listening to Mind to
1: Muscle. My name's Chantel and I'm Meg. Whether you're tuning in from your bed, a walk on the treadmill or your commute to work, we're so happy you're here. If you're back listening to us
0: from our previous episode or if it's your first time tuning into Mind to Muscle, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you from video
1: First hopefully <laughs> we're trying. I know we have no idea if it's even working so if you are only listening and you don't have the option to see us um, it didn't work out <laughs> <laughs> but it's episode 10 and we did say in episode eight that we were going to be recording video on episode 10. Yes so here we are mm-hmm. trying our damn best trying our damn hardest we almost didn't we yeah. were close to talking ourselves out of it but Me
0: specifically. And it's funny because when we first started talking about video, Meg was the one who was a little bit skeptical. And then I was the one hyping her up being like, no, we got this. It'll be so good. And then two days prior to today, I'm like, Meg, I don't know. Like, what am I, what are we doing? Like, should we be doing this? And then she had to hype me back up.
1: It was like roles reverse though, because I remember you a few podcast ago talking about like okay we should do it we should buy a camera like let's go Mm -hmm. and I was like I don't know is it too soon it's almost like episode whatever it seems like a lot of work and we're both already so busy like there's already so much going on in our lives um but you talked me out of it you're like it's no pressure it's all good um and then I I felt fine and literally the roles were 180 reversed and you were in the exact same boat you were like I don't Is it too much? Like, I feel like we're, there's so much going on. Am I overthinking this right now? And I'm just like, let's just press record. If it looks good, we upload it. And if it doesn't look good, like. We don't do it. I'm pretty sure the 20 people listening to this are not going to be sad if we don't upload a video. (laughs) Exactly. A hundred
0: percent. And I don't know. It just made me feel so much more at ease. Like going into it so lightly like that. I'm like, you're so right.
1: Mm -hmm. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We'll get it one day. Yeah. And at least we're, we took our first step exactly we press the record button we set up the camera mm-hmm. i can't stop looking at it
0: <laughs> i'm like trying, i'm trying to avoid it i'm like we're not here recording it.
1: yeah okay i actually forgot i wasn't supposed to be looking at it so my attention is all on you now
0: <laughs> it's so funny because when we first met up today i'm like do we look at the camera like this or do we <laughs> look at each other no we look at each other we're yes. not on like we're not broadcasting news this is
1: not ctv no. <laughs> we're not oh giving you the gosh. daily weather unfortunately
0: no well anyway <laughs> so here we are episode 10 trying the news. Best. <laughs> i hate the news i think everybody
1: everybody knows that yeah i growing up my dad had it on 24 7 oh same with my parents and i hated mm-hmm. it not because like of anything that was being said but because it was the news like I just I know. oh my even god even the, the just their voices
0: again. I'm like oh this guy again <laughs> <laughs> giving us the bad news like here we go All but new. yeah yeah and I and I totally took that habit on from my parents and I would watch it every morning with my coffee I can't believe I lived that life before like I watched the news with my coffee that's how I would start my day so many people do and if I can tell you anything just stop like read a book instead of watching the news mm-hmm. why are you starting your day like that i don't know seriously though
1: and i know it's like real life and it is what's going on in the world sure and it's yeah it's good to be
0: informed informed
1: and- but it is so not the way to start your day absolutely not like you should not be waking up and the first thing you see while you're drinking your coffee which we all consider such a like a good part of our morning most we're all of us. excited like, about it and then to pair it up with like hearing about all of like the terrible things that are going on in the world it's just like that's not the way you want to be starting Mm-mm. your day Mm-mm. not at all mm-hmm. yeah and like I said there's nothing wrong with being informed in the world's events and For it's sure. like good too
0: yeah it's important mm-hmm. um I'd rather not be
1: No, <laughs> I would truly rather not be too but then no, I, I know you have about, to like,
0: be I know I, yeah. I fully understand that but there's also a fine line like people are way too informed yeah and there's like I don't know you just don't need to be starting your day Yeah, like that. when
1: you're le- allowing it to, like, consume your mm. whole day and you're not doing anything about it, which, like, that's okay. Like, yeah. there's a lot of us that don't have the means to be able to help the war on the other side of the world right now. But if you're letting it consume you and you're not making efforts to try mm. and change it, like, there's just, there's no point in allowing yourself to be consumed by things that you can't change. Respectively, there are some things that are unfortunately going to be really hard to deal with that you can't just forget about and that you aren't able to make any better but like in in on the topic of news wow why am i so deep on the news right yeah, now? yeah we, we
0: just went right this is, into yeah. it it's fine it's fine this
1: is but what like, yeah those are for the most part things you can't change so exactly. to consume yourself yeah, in 100%. it percent.
0: and that's when i started it was covid that made me stop watching the news in the morning which is kind of sad to say because it was i don't know I'm not i guess not that recently anymore covid's been happening for so long but It was like every morning I'd wake up and hear the same thing that like my work was shut down and like we have to stay inside and not see our family members. And then I was like, this is destroying me Mm -hmm. hearing this every single day. Mm -hmm. This is destroying me. I'm not watching it anymore.
1: I think that was probably the turning point for me too because i remember the numbers the it was numbers. always like oh this many people and have it today didn't you and feel it's like, like you
0: got to a point where it's like i can't i can't look into the numbers anymore
1: well i always had hope that they would lower and that's that like I, mean. I could go back to work or i could go start doing things again and living my life and mm-hmm. hearing that they were so high it's just like the sucked all the hope out of you because you're like okay here's another two weeks that's going to turn into a month that's going to turn into two that we can't leave our house i know
0: what a what a time yeah That That was was crazy. crazy. That was
1: real life, eh?
0: I know. It's so insane. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Anyways. (laughs) Off the top. We're like, don't watch the news, but we just open our podcast talking about it for the first 20 minutes. (laughs) my bad (laughs) So
0: sorry.
1: (laughs) but let's talk about our weeks okay we are so on the ball for this podcast we're recording it a week before it even Mm -hmm. has to go up which is which never happens for us no never it's usually
0: two days or a day prior yes
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) the weekend before the podcast goes up is a podcast weekend yes priorities are recording and editing yep and that takes hours of time it really does i'm so
0: proud of us for today so proud of us too and i feel like i don't know I I almost got lost in like thinking that's the only way we could do it. Like we could only do it the Friday or Saturday before, Mm -hmm. but now it's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. We have the full week to edit. We have the full week to just like hear it and listen. And you know, it's just
1: easy. And this is the first time we've done it in daylight. Mm -hmm. We always do it when it's dark. Pitch black outside. An end of the day thing. Because you're a mom, you know, it's so much easier. Like the boys are in bed. I'm able to do whatever I need to do after work, go out. Um, but it's so nice. Today's a holiday. It's a Monday Mm -hmm. and we're able to do it in the daylight. I know. It's
0: really nice looking outside right now and seeing like sun. I love it. And just like having energy.
1: Not that I don't normally have energy when we record this, but it's been a full day of talking to people or doing whatever the heck it is that I was doing. And
0: it's It's exhausting. Sometimes at the time we have to like,
1: yeah, have a full conversation, you know, it's like so easy to have the conversation, but like Mm -hmm. getting there after a long day kind of sometimes not a chore the chore is not the word but like it becomes like almost a self discipline act to be like okay i know i've done all of this but like the podcast is such a priority to us like i can't go home and relax like we've got to do this and then exactly Mm
0: -hmm. and um meg and i have a really cool topic to talk about today we'll catch up on our weeks a little bit first and then dive into it but i do think you guys will like this episode
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like my week yesterday ended off with something that I thought was pretty cool. Some stats Yeah. that will like allow us to talk about a really big topic in the fitness world, honestly. Mm-hmm. But do you want to tell us about that, your yeah. week? Sure. I don't,
0: I don't even know where to start. It's been a pretty crazy week, which I've been saying the past few episodes. So every time you guys listen to me, I swear... It's not just me complaining about my life and complaining about my (laughs) exhausting weeks and everything else. But um, as I mentioned before, my kids have just been nonstop sick. So that's been super exhausting and like hard to, it's really hard to witness. It's hard to be a mom in those times just because you feel so bad for them. But anyway, I mentioned in the last episode how my younger son was pretty sick and my mom took him to the doctor for me and he got on some antibiotics he was doing a little bit better but unfortunately the antibiotics they gave him didn't work they weren't strong enough so last monday i believe it was last monday yeah so a week ago today he woke up in the morning and he was still super sick i was like you know what i don't work till like 11 i believe i worked at 11 or so i'm just gonna whip him over to the clinic. And get them in there early, be the first ones to be seen, get in out, done, bang, bang, done. Thought it would be like smooth sailing, no worries, but to be honest, it was the complete opposite of that. It left me extremely frustrated and extremely angry with our healthcare system. And, um, yeah, I will touch on what happened, it's pretty messed up to be honest with you. And if you're a parent, I hope this reaches you in some way to just, like, stand up for your child. I know we all do anyways, but really listen to your gut. Really, we're in a world right now where we unfortunately have to fight for their health Mm -hmm. and fight for answers for their health, which is really sad. But um, I hope this just, like, proves that you just got to keep fighting. Fighting doctors. (laughs) As sad as that is to say. Like, you have to argue it. Like, I had to friggin' argue with them. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, I was at the clinic at 8:40 in the morning and it opened at nine. I was like, perfect. We're proactive. Logan packed all his patients and he was so good. And as we're sitting there waiting for the doctor, he broke out in a rash. And about a month ago, my older son, Link, had strep throat and scarlet fever. So it looked exactly the same. And I'm like, here we go again. And But then in my mindset, I'm like, perfect. We're at the perfect spot for this to happen. The doctor can see it and give us the right medication. Awesome. So we get in. We're the first ones there, first ones to be called. And the doctor was absolutely terrible. She was awful. She was rude. She could care less about me or Logan. And she looked at his rash, said, scarlet fever does not look like that. That's not what this is. Looked in his throat, said, it's a little red, but I'm not concerned. And I was like what i'm like you're not concerned i'm like i'm not a doctor but that's concerning to me like his throat looked so bad and um she tried telling me that he was having an allergic reaction to his antibiotics that he was on the week prior but that didn't make sense to me because like just the days it didn't add up i'm like this he, he'd
1: stopped it a week stop. prior no like so he,
0: okay so he was on it up until he stopped it about two to three days before i went to see her so he was already so he on went, it for five days yeah I'm like if it was an allergic reaction he would have something would have shown me that he was allergic to it
1: yeah and and he's finally showing it three days after he's been taking it for five days yeah that doesn't make any sense it did
0: not make sense to me so I was like kind of starting to argue with her and I was I said to her you know this to me does looks like look like scarlet fever she was like this does not look like scarlet fever scarlet fever does not look like this he's having an allergic reaction he needs Benadryl and go home I'm like what about his throat she's like his throat's the allergic reaction And as I'm talking to her about this, she's, like, grabbing her stuff from underneath, grabs a swab, and just shoves it down Logan's throat. Like, doesn't even warn him. Nothing. Just shoves it down his throat. Poor babe, like, starts crying. And he's trying to be tough and not cry. And I, he was like, Mommy, that scared me. And I was like, Buddy, I don't blame you. Like, that wasn't nice of her. She didn't even warn you. Nothing. And she's like, Yeah, I'm I'm not concerned. Just go get him Benadryl. And I was like, I was so mad. She even, like, lowered her mask to tell me that. And I'm just like, mmm. So I just had a very uneasy feeling in my gut. And you know when like, you know your kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just know that something's not right. I knew he wasn't well. So I went to the pharmacist, grabbed some Benadryl. And I said to her, where's the next, where's the closest walking clinic that I can go to? And she's like right down the street. Were you just here? I was like, yeah, but I really had a terrible experience with that doctor and I don't believe what she said. So perfect. Off I go to the next clinic and they wouldn't see him because he doesn't have a family doctor there. So I'm starting to get a little upset and a little bit like overwhelmed. And I'm like, okay, whatever. We're going to another clinic. So now we're on clinic number three. And I've been here many times and they usually are wonderful. We waited about 45 minutes or so. Logan was so lovely waiting. But then as he's waiting, his, his rash was starting to go everywhere. So it's like all up his neck now. Welts on his face, like all over his cheeks and like... I'm starting to get nervous because I know scarlet fever can progress quickly and I know it's just like not good to have so I started noticing he was getting a fever and then they called his name and I'm like okay thank goodness so we go in and the doctor comes in and looks at him takes his temperature high fever she's like oh his rash and she's like touching his arms she's like yeah he has a high fever and like he doesn't look well poor babe like she was being so nice right like a little bit compassionate whatever and I'm thinking, I'm so relieved because I'm like, okay, she's going to help us. Great. And she's like typing in her computer to look up his file. And she looked at me and she's like, oh, you've seen another doctor today? And I was like, yeah, I was at the walk-in, but call me crazy. I don't believe what she said. And she put her hands in the air and she was like, I can't see him. I'm sorry. I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, I can't, I can't see him. He's already seen a doctor today. And I was like, you're joking, right? Like, you are you're kidding me. And then I started crying and I started raising my voice because I was like, he's a six-year-old little boy laying on the bed, laying on the bed, lethargic, welts everywhere, high fever. Now I'm nervous, like his throat's going to close over. He could seize, like, because you can have seizures from getting high fevers and all this stuff. And I was like, I will pay you anything you need because she told me it was a billing issue. She can't see him because the government of Ontario only allows them to see, for us to see one doctor a day because they won't get paid. So if if I saw another doctor, this doctor right now won't get paid if she sees Logan. So I was like, I will pay you anything. Anything. She wouldn't accept it. She's like, "Nope, sorry, nope, can't see him." And I was like, "But you're literally telling me he's in distress and he's not well." I was like, "You're also a human being. Like you're not only a doctor, you're a human being. Like help him." She wouldn't. So I started snapping, crying, losing my mind, pack him up. I'm like, "Okay, Logie, let's go." So I leave so upset by this time I'm like sobbing I call Ryan I'm like you need to come here now and help me like you need to be a voice for me because rise like like I'm an emotional person when I get angry whereas he's not Mm -hmm. he'll just stand his ground be stern and and he's big and loud and he can be scary dude if he gets mad so like I'm like I need you Mm -hmm. come help me so he's like okay for sure comes um we go to the fourth walk-in and he Handled it. He went right up to them and said, Listen, this is the deal. We've already seen a doctor. And the lady was immediately like, Nope, we can't see him then. And he's like, No, 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 no. You're going to see him or you're going to take me out of this clinic. Like, I'm not leaving here until a doctor sees my son.
1: It just, I'm sorry to interrupt Mm -hmm. you, but it seems so crazy that, yes, he saw a doctor, but every other doctor is looking at this little boy that is covered in welts and his throat is closing up. And Yes, he saw a doctor, like I said, but you're all aware that this doctor told me to just give him Benadryl. And all of you should be aware, seeing him in this condition, that Benadryl is not going to solve this exactly. problem.
0: And he was already on Benadryl when his welt started getting really bad again, because I gave it to him right away when I left the first doctor. And so I was like, the first doctor that I saw, it was like, it doesn't even count.
1: To me, that didn't even count because she gave That's me what such I mean. false information. It's not like you were getting a second opinion, like, yeah. "Oh, I was told he has scarlet fever. Do you agree?" Exactly. And they're like, "I'm sorry, we can't." Right? You, you were told he has nothing, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, when I know, he so has it doesn't count. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't exactly
0: agree. Exactly. And Ryan told her, he's like, "You will have to throw me out of this clinic before I leave." Like, you're seeing him. He's like, "I know you can manually bill this because what happened on my way to this clinic, I called my family doctor because she didn't open till ten. 10 o'clock hits. I called her. The secretary at my family doctor is incredible. Thank goodness. And she was like, you tell. And she wasn't in that day. Of course. Mm -hmm. She goes, I'm so sorry she's not in. I start bawling my eyes out to her. And she goes, you tell them they can bill it manually. And you tell them I told you so. I know they can bill it manually. I'm like, okay. So why didn't this doctor do so? Anyway, we go in and Ryan said, I know you can bill it manually. You're going to do that. And then she goes, oh, yeah, okay, well, you're going to have to pay for a visit out of pocket. Ryan goes, I don't give a fuck. Sorry. But, like, I don't care. Like, bill me. I'll pay it. Whatever. So, finally, they said, okay, she'll see him. So, we waited an hour and 45 minutes at that clinic. And Ryan and I are sitting there having a conversation saying, guessing of how much it'll be. We're probably thinking around $300 to $400 because they made it such a big deal. So logan's napping on me and then he's waking up he was like just so sick and finally we get in we see a doctor this doctor was incredible and i truly do believe that this was a runaround for me to see her mm-hmm. like i was meant to see her that day i was meant to talk to her she was meant to assess logan still shouldn't have happened but i believe that was the reason why it all happened anyway her name was dr jane <laughs> just have to say it because holy crap she was amazing she looked at logan looked in his throat immediately was like i don't even need to swab him he has severe strep throat looked at his rashes goes yep and he also has scarlet fever he needs antibiotics immediately like he can't even wait like he needs them immediately and i sat there and i was like holy shit like as if this just happened mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm like, okay, how do I go about paying you? And she was like, oh, I have no idea how any of that works. Like, she didn't even care about the billing system. And I'm like, okay, I'll deal with it with the secretary. So I'm leaving and I'm like, okay, we have to pay for our visit. So like, what do we do? So she gets it all rung up for us. And I'm like, oh gosh, like how much is this going to be? Hands me over the debit machine. It was $23. $23. And I think I got more mad when I saw that number. Cause i was like you're fucking kidding me right like you're kidding me this
1: is what this whole fight you, was for
0: you wouldn't see my six-year-old son over 23 dollars okay this is this is this is terrible mm-hmm. like our healthcare system is so broken that it's petrifying and as we're walking into the fourth clinic like it's so bad that my sweet logan was like mommy if this doctor doesn't see me please don't give up on me and i'm just like buddy i will never give up like we will fight till the freaking world ends to get a doctor to see you and i know some people listening will be like why didn't you go to emerge blah 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 but like i was in emerge last week with my father-in-law and there was hours on hours on hours an end with a worth of a wait and they kept announcing over the pa system please go to a walk-in if it's not an emergency like the wait was like six hours or something crazy. And I know he was becoming an emergency. But like I don't believe they would have seen him right away. Now sitting back and thinking of it. Next time I'll just go right to Sick Kids Or I'll go to like Peter Hospital or something like that. I'll never. I don't know. Anyways. It was just so alarming to me. And so crazy. That they just dismissed him like that. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't care if it's me well not only that but a couple of weeks ago in our area there was a little girl like you were saying mm-hmm. that passed away because she couldn't get seen fast yeah. enough any merge yeah. and her throat closed up mm-hmm. so your thought was like that's
0: all i was thinking mm-hmm.
1: of i'm his like his throat's gonna close up yeah. and nobody cares to see him
0: no one cares to see him and i said that to the doctor who was refusing him in her room i said if this was me i would come back tomorrow but what if he doesn't have till tomorrow like what the hell man like what do you mean you're not seeing him. You're already seeing him. You already took his step. And what did she say back to that? Nothing. She goes, I would suggest you go to the, back to the first doctor you saw today. I go, I will get, a, I will get charged with assault. I will. I, I can't see her. I never can see her again. I'm not kidding. I will never be able to see that woman again. Ever.
1: Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That was like when in uh, December I had that really bad reaction in my eyes. And yeah. Luke and I went to a walk-in clinic and I had eyelash extensions at that time, but the second I got into this room, the doctor went, it's your eyelash extensions. You got to take them off. That's all she said to me. She wouldn't look into it anymore because she just looked at me and the fact that I had eyelash extensions, it was like, regardless what was going on with my eyes, that was the answer yep, to her. got to be them. So I left and I took my extensions off that day and I think the reaction went on for another 5 days. Oh yeah. Like it did not end because of my eyelash extensions mm-hmm. being removed. Like that's definitely not what the issue was. And I still sometimes wake up with that feeling in my eyes and I need like a good half an hour to an hour to be able to open them. Like I could not get my eyes no, open. No, I know it
0: was so bad. And I don't like, have Luke eyelash was extensions. Me. Yeah. You couldn't even text me.
1: Well, Luke had to text you because if you don't hear from me in the morning, we know there's an issue. <laughs> I'll be showing up at your front door for
0: sure. But that's what I mean. You couldn't even tell me that like you were I couldn't get my eyes open to yeah. even,
1: yeah. Um, and it was just so frustrating because she, if I had been at the same clinic, I would have thought it was the same doctor because she blew 100%. me off like it's it was so nothing. so crazy, eh? Like she didn't, barely even looked at me. Oh, it's your ash extensions. <sighs> but yeah, and I still experience it. And there's trying to get into a clinic in Canada right now, like a walk-in clinic is a nightmare. Like obviously you were just saying. So I've never looked into it again, but yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's just
0: scary. It shouldn't be like this. I don't know. It shouldn't it shouldn't be like that, mm-hmm. especially for freaking children. Man, like no, there like, should do you be there mean? should be exceptions for kids. There should be. Kids. Absolutely. Like ah, oh, I was sickened. I was so sickened, so raged, so upset. And anyways, so I've been dealing with that most of the week, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But Logan's doing so much better. He's on the proper antibiotics. The problem is right now is there's a huge shortage of amoxicillin. Mm-hmm. So you have to find a compound pharmacy that will make it for you, which thankfully we found one. And within, like, a day, he was feeling so much better back to himself. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that because it was awful
1: for yeah. him and logan's somebody you can tell when he's not feeling well because his energy is through the roof at all times
0: he's a very outgoing busy boy so when he's wanting to nap and just not talking you're like something is wrong something's Mm -hmm. wrong yeah but it's all good now it's all gonna be uphill baby
1: it's all gonna be uphill
0: um please tell us about your (laughs) week though meg (laughs) (laughs) enough doctor talk
1: I don't even, like, really remember what my week was like. I was trying to... I literally have my notebook here because I was sitting down before we started recording trying to jot out what I had done each day because everything feels so busy. Like, I can't remember anything that I do. A week feels like a year at this point. Um, But it was a good week. I don't think anything too, too crazy happened. Last weekend, we got to go to a wedding, which is awesome. Weddings are so much fun. So fun. And we're finally at that age, which is so weird because... Uh, like Luke and I, we're 26 and 27. Half of our friends are getting married and buying homes and having children on purpose, which I say that because (laughs) like I still... Feel like I'm 17. So mm-hmm. I'll like open Instagram and I'll see that somebody's like announced that they're having a baby and I'm like, ooh. But then I'm <gasps> like, wait, they're married and they have a house. Like they probably wanted to do this. Like oh, we're 27 gosh, years old. So funny. People are, yeah, I just get stuck in my head, like thinking I'm so young. But of course everybody's getting married and buying houses and having babies. Like we're pushing 30 now, which is crazy. But no, we're still in I pretty much just kissed the mic. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that sounded weird. But um no, yeah, we're still living in a basement apartment. We—that's okay. Yeah, we're doing the best that we can. It's a beautiful basement yeah, apartment. Yeah, it's gorgeous. We're very, very lucky to have that space. Um, but yeah, so went to a wedding, a week full of work, which is nothing out of the norm. Yeah, I don't think anything too crazy during the week, but I did get to go for my one month in-person check-in with yes. our trainer, Tori, yesterday. Oh my gosh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much because I think we have briefly discussed how we work with Tori in the past on the podcast, but just super high level how our program works with her because she offers in-person training. She offers so many different types of programs, but Chantelle and I work with Tori um, for personal training Online, so we get to chat with her over FaceTime once a week, and Mm -hmm. at the very beginning, we told her all of our goals. And then she was able to create programs for us, and um, then she just checks in with us once a week to see how they're going, see what's working, see what's not, what improvements, what felt good, what felt bad, all that stuff. And then once a month, I get to go, I don't think as often for you because obviously you're very busy, but it's tricky. Yeah, um, I have a much freer, freer schedule. So I get to go and see her once a month. She's amazing. She is amazing. And it's just for an in-person check-in. She works out of an F45 gym right now. She is a manager at one of those. So they have a really cool machine where it can tell you all of like your body stats And yeah, so I get to go do that in-person workout with her and then she'll tell me the update on all of my body stats, which is so cool. Mm -hmm. So Um, cool to
0: see numbers.
1: Yeah. And I actually haven't done that body stat machine since the first time I went and saw her in November, Mm. but I remembered it going to see her yesterday. And it was the first thing I asked her when I saw her. I was like, can we please do that machine? Because you have to do it before you work out. It's not something that I can remember after because she explained to me that your muscles are inflamed. Yes. So your body weight's higher. Um so we did it before I worked out and it was so cool because I was able to see it remembered like there's a profile for me so it was able mm. to tell me like how much my weight has fluctuated since November to May, how much my body fat percentage has fluctuated from November to May and then how much my muscle mass in pounds how freaking cool. Yeah, has fluctuated from Um, November to May. The weight, I wasn't concerned about at all because I know the number on the scale, there's so much that goes into that, but I didn't... I mean, I was telling you before we started recording that I thought going in there that my like pounds of muscle on my body was going to be a lot higher of a jump than Mm -hmm. it was from November to May. Um, I think in November... I'm saying think, but like I definitely know because I've stared at this sheet 400,000 times since yesterday. In November, my... Muscle mass percentage w- Or sorry In pounds Was 56.9 And then When I just checked yesterday With Tori I have 57.1 Pounds Of muscle on my body Which is crazy So crazy That's almost 60 pounds Yeah that's Which Like, I mean, it's not that much. For people that have been lifting forever, they're gonna have like so much more on their body. Most people so
0: freaking cool, Meg. Holy crap.
1: Don't get to see this breakdown though, which I feel like so lucky that I do get to see it. But it was really interesting because it puts into such deep respect. The scale isn't an issue for me Mm -hmm. now it was when I first started working with Tori like I used to weigh myself multiple times a day and now I oh yeah like morning I would wake up and weigh myself halfway through the day I wanted to know like how much I weighed after a full day of eating and it wasn't it didn't run my life like fortunately I wasn't one of those people but I was thinking that like the number had to be lower mm. if I was going to be healthier. Does that make sense? Like, of course
0: it does. Yeah. It wasn't
1: to the point where it was like affecting what I ate or anything like that. But I definitely paid a lot of attention to the number. And it's just so crazy because like we don't think about everything that goes into your weight. Like the fact that almost 60 pounds mm-hmm. of my body weight is just muscle. And then I also have to remember that I have skin and blood and bones and body fat and like whatever I ate that day that's sitting in my tummy, like. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Like. So crazy. All of that stuff weighs, uh, your skin especially, I think your skin weighs a whole heckin' lot. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. And that like barely changes as you fluctuate through Mm -hmm. a health and fitness Mm -hmm. journey. Unless, of course, like you're going from being very big to like getting very small and you end up losing skin but uh yeah it's crazy isn't it it is so
0: crazy and that's something that we decided just today when Meg was and I were chatting about this is that what we that's what we need to talk about Mm -hmm. it's just the scale and relationships with scales and why the scale shouldn't really matter Mm -hmm. yeah you know I'm a very 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 big advocate for the scale it can be very toxic I was about to say is very toxic because that's my personal opinion. I Mm -hmm. think it is very toxic to the majority of people. Um, We try to not let it be, but it's just so easy to get wrapped up in the number that's showing on the scale. And um, there's a lot of people that have really, really unhealthy relationships with it.
1: And it's hard. It's hard to steer
0: away from. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's tough because like, well, first of all, your weight fluctuates so much throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So not even just it like throughout a week, throughout the day. Your weight yeah. is going to fluctuate so much. And then if you're a female, when you're on your period, your weight can fluctuate between 5 and 7 pounds. That's insane. 7 is almost 10. Mm-hmm. You can gain almost 10 pounds on your period. I mean, that's the average. I'm sure there are some people that do gain 10 pounds For on sure. period. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. But there's so much that like we all look at the number on the scale and assume that all of that is body fat. Like Mm -hmm. I need to get down to the smallest number that I can be. Whereas my goal, if I want more muscle on my body, that's only going to result in me gaining weight. Mm -hmm. Muscle is way heavier than fat. So true. And I do want to gain more muscle. Like that is going to continue to be my goal. And I think my number would have been higher if from between November and now because it was less than a pound that I increased. But um, I've been doing a lot of functional training, which is a lot of like like sort of cardio work, yeah. you know? Like it's a lot – you burn – High intensity. Yeah, like, high intensity. Yeah. It's, it's harder to keep muscle on. So I'm still really proud of myself that I was able Absolutely. to like still go up a little bit in muscle Absolutely. while going down in body fat percentage. But yeah, like your weight can fluctuate so much depending on the time of the day, the time of the month.
0: Yes totally
1: and yeah i don't
0: and like uh, to touch on you saying we all think that like the number being smaller is healthier it's like whereas i struggled so opposite like i always struggled from being so thin yeah and being so 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 tiny and everyone always commenting on how skinny i am and i need to eat a burger and like whatever they would say um i struggled with the scale because i wasn't seeing it go up mm-hmm. i would sometimes see it go down and i would be like wow like there was points in my life where i wasn't even caring i was drinking i was eating i was like doing all the wrong things not moving my body and like there was one point in my life when i was 18 and i moved out west and it gained a lot of weight but very unhealthy like it was mm-hmm. from booze and it was from eating poorly and not moving my body and i did gain a lot of weight And I wasn't, it's so weird. Like, it's not that I was more happy that way, but I was like, wow, I finally gained weight. But -hmm. I was doing it all the wrong way. So then when I lost that weight, because I came home and I did start going to the gym and I did start working out and I lost that weight, I couldn't gain either muscle at all um, or just a a pound on the scale. Like, I'm looking at the scale and I'm like, why isn't it going up? Mm -hmm. So that was so unhealthy for me. So I didn't, I still don't weigh myself. I weighed myself for the first time about a week ago in probably like a year and a
1: half mm-hmm. at least. Oh, which I have to apologize for saying that no, like no, no, all no, no, of us, no, 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 and no, no, I know, no. I know you say no, but like truly yes, because like me assuming that everybody has the same reaction, it's so easy to get like that. It like is so we easy forget. and I think
0: it is more common for yeah. sure, mm-hmm. for sure. A lot more people do feel like seeing the lower number that is healthier and a lot of people, when they're weighing themselves, they are trying to like lose weight and lean mm-hmm. out and whatever the case may be, right? Um, but no, do not apologize in the
1: slightest, in the slightest mm-hmm. at all. It's just so crazy. It's just wild how much people, how much faith people put into the scale. Yes. When like everyone, two people could be the same weight and look completely totally different. different. Totally different. Totally Completely different.
0: different. And... I I hate to see when people are like weighing themselves and they don't lose a pound or they gain a pound, a pound, a pound, Mm -hmm. which is nothing, right? Oh, nothing. Like a pound. Like when you hold a
1: pound of something. That's what I'm
0: saying. Like when you gain a pound a week and they're discouraged and they're like, it's not working.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. But it's like, what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean it's not working? Mm -hmm. You probably should gain a pound right now. Like that's okay. That's healthy. Yeah.
1: And one pound is
0: nothing. I know. Exactly. Like it's healthy for us to understand that it's unhealthy for us to allow the scale to determine our discipline and our motivation and our determination towards anything
1: and whether you're healthy. Exactly. Like that number does not is not the yes or no of whether or not you're exactly. healthy. There's exactly. so much behind it. So 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 much.
0: Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just know a lot of people that struggle with it. I was one of them. That's why I got rid of my scale because I was like you know what I'm just gonna strictly go off of how I feel and again I'm very I can be very different to the average person who's trying to lose weight um I'm I'm good with where I am now I don't want to like gain any more weight per se or whatever it doesn't matter but I'm just speaking for myself or for anyone who has struggled with gaining weight or being underweight their whole life is I just now go off of how I feel Mm -hmm. and um it's much healthier for me yeah (laughs) much healthier for me
1: works out and but on the opposite end too like yeah. if your goal is to try and lose weight you can still just go off of how you feel definitely and how your clothes fit and
0: because once you feel good everything else will follow i oh, promise you
1: my <gasps> gosh when you feel good you look good yes. truly it's so yes. so 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 true and i'm not kidding you like two weeks into making movement a part of my everyday and working out i felt like I was seeing results which like scientifically is not
0: 100% though I wasn't you feel
1: that confidence. because nothing happens that yeah. fast uh-huh. but like the confidence that you start feeling yeah. from working out you feel like you look different in yeah. the mirror because when you feel good you look good yeah. like and you glow and I know exactly. that you think like it's only going to be you seeing you like that but Mm-mm. people notice when you feel good oh like, yeah you just present differently you stand differently you speak more confident mm. like People notice these things. So even if you're not noticing the number on the scale change or because I had a friend who really struggled with this in the beginning of her fitness journey and I would try telling her like focus on the changes that you do see like you have to feel better on the inside working out this often like 100% your mental health has to be better and like aren't you so happy you have a routine there's just so many things to be proud of yourself for Mm -hmm. if the number on the scale isn't changing Totally. Which is,
0: I know it's so hard to it's such it's, a touchy topic it because is. it's very discouraging if you're especially no either way if you're trying to lose weight it's very discouraging if you see the numbers going up a little bit or staying like at a plateau and it's also very discouraging if you're trying to gain weight a little bit and you're seeing the numbers drop or again at yeah. a plateau and you're putting in so much work right yeah. but I couldn't suggest more investing in yourself finding a trainer that you click with like I'm so thankful for you Meg for having Tori and then I was like oh maybe I'll contact her when you said to me one day she would love to make this her full-time job and Mm -hmm. I was like oh maybe I'll just chat with her and then the rest is history yeah and she's definitely changed my life in so many ways of like new everything everything nutrition the way I move my body the way I do sets everything And I encourage everyone to, like, invest in themselves, especially if they feel like they need a little bit of guidance. Mm -hmm.
1: Honestly, you know what? I think most of our listeners are from around here anyways. Um, And Tori has so many different ways to train with her. She can work with you just on nutrition. Totally. She can work with you on if you just want to learn how to run, she can help you with that, like Chantel's doing. If you wanted a full program like we also have, she's given us a full weightlifting program. Um, and I, she's the sweetest human in the entire world. Like, yeah, it's uh, her Instagram. If you are wanting someone, because we've boasted about how you should invest in yourself, yeah. and if you don't know where to start, she's a great place to start. She really
0: is because she's so like she goes easy on you. She doesn't. Yeah.
1: She doesn't have yeah. a. Tori works best with the type of clients that want to put in the work as well. well I say right. I think any trainer would appreciate Anybody that. would, like, but I do think some some people need like aggression. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, Mm -hmm. get your ass up and get to the gym and do this. Yeah. Do you want to be a a lazy slob for the rest of your life? Like that sort of thing. And Tori's not that. No. Tori has a very like, she'll make sure you need to do what you need to do. But she also has a gentle approach to it. Totally. She doesn't scare you into working out or like make you hate your body. And that's the reason that you want to work out or eat properly or whatever it is. She really, um hones in on making you understand why you're doing what you're doing Mm -hmm. i want you to try doing this because it's gonna by doing this you're gonna see a difference here which is gonna help with this like she it's a lot easier to do because you understand how it's gonna work totally not just oh i was told to run on the treadmill five times a week for four weeks and hopefully i'll lose 20 pounds Mm -hmm. like you know exactly what you're doing and how it's gonna work and yeah yeah she's really great so yeah, anyways, her Instagram is train.with.tori. Yes. If you were thinking about that. Even just shoot her a message. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I know a few of my clients
0: have started with her too, which mm-hmm. is so exciting. And I just love, I just love hearing that. I love that she can help all you guys too. But um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just sign up with Tori. That's it. That's all i got to say. But yeah, sign but up I, to Oh, I, what I was going to say came back to me is um, something that is a pet peeve of mine is when I talk about getting a trainer or I suggest doing that to someone and they go like oh but how much is it and I understand budgets are different for everyone I totally get that and like that's okay and everyone's not in the right financial space to do that but the people that are asking are also in the right financial space to like do a bunch of other elaborate things. Mm -hmm. Like to me, you can never put a price on investing in yourself and making your life a better, healthier lifestyle. So.
1: Yeah. Like the people asking are, okay, so I get that. Let's just say Tori is a hundred dollars a month. She's not, nobody get excited about that (laughs) that price, (laughs) but let's say she's a hundred dollars a month. And I'm like, oof, that's a, that's an extra bill to take on. I love going out to dinner. I spend close to $100 when I go out once and I go out multiple times a Mm. month there you go so again how we've talked about your your priority is your decision maker Mm -hmm. if it's that much of a priority for me to feel good in my skin I'm gonna put away that $100 a month maybe stop going out to dinner twice out of the four times I'm going a Mm -hmm. month and start working with Tori if I don't then it's not a priority for me and I need to shut the hell up about it to be honest
0: 100 percent. that's exactly it like I, I I don't know it's just know. the damn truth it is it totally is yeah but um i love that we talked about the scale today
1: me too i, I honestly thought that. today was gonna be like a short little baby episode
0: but we always find ways to dive into other oh things. my god and next week episode 11 we have something super exciting to bring to the table we're not gonna really say much about it but ah, uh, we can't freaking wait i know um we can tease we can tease it's a guess <laughs> yeah Very first guest, which we've been talking about a little bit here and there for the past few episodes that we have all these guests in mind and yada, 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 but we were like, let's do it. Mm -hmm. So we have someone super special to us coming on for our very first guest episode and we really hope men and women can tune in and relate to this it will be a good one Mm -hmm. so i'm so
1: excited we cannot wait to catch up with you guys again in a few weeks and thank you for listening and being here and just being the best and always supporting us and letting us know what you think of the podcast episodes yeah it's just just the best it's It's the the best community i love it so much and
0: if you uh want to send us a little dm or say a little hello you can find us on instagram at mind to muscle podcast and we'll chat with you there. Yep.
1: Yeah. But until next time, we're going to love you and leave you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.